Welcome to Basketball Party, Season 3, Episode 49. I'm Aaron M. Routson in Los Angeles, California, and with me... Kim Houston in Louisville, Kentucky. We're back. Yeah. Full disclosure, we recorded an episode that will now just be lost (laughs) to the annals of time, because I never edited it. We'll release it someday. Special edition, yeah. Yeah, that's like, that's going to go on the on the DVD, director's yeah. cut DVD. Um, but uh, we're back after trying to come back and then failing miserably. But hey, you know what? That's what happens. Sometimes you fall down, but you get right back up. You totally. Know? Sometimes you record an episode and then you do other stuff and then you go to Cleveland and then you just never, you just don't finish it. It happens. <laughs> So, it's got some gems on it, though, so I'm going to save it for yeah, a special, I, special time. I think it might be fun just to release it at the very end of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bonus Like, episode. after finals. Yeah, like, bonus, <laughs> bonus, bonus pod. Bonus pod. So, anyway, we're back to talk about the 2016-2017 season of the National Basketball Association. What a wild and crazy ride the offseason was. Yeah. Who plays for what team? I don't know. Get out the, you know, flashcards because who could say? Who could say? Uh, Someone in true boys club fashion, someone at work the other day asked me to name the starting lineup for the Warriors. Because that's how Mm. you prove that's how you prove you're a real fan. And I regret to inform everyone that the reason I couldn't is because I could not remember that Zaza Pachulia now plays for the Warriors. <laughs> that was my missing fifth fifth man. I was like, oh, yeah, he has, he has one of the best uh, sports band songs out there. Oh, I can't think of that guy's name. He, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I mean, he also has one of the best game seven reactions of all time. So, game seven, baby. Game seven. Oh, man. He's, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Warriors. What's up? There's a lot. Losing to the Lakers. Dude, losing to the Lakers. Losing to the Spurs. I mean, okay, to be fair, I kind of figured this was what would happen because... They made a lot of moves. A, they signed KD. Durant watches mm-hmm. over. And then on top of that, they, like, got rid of Bogut. They're small now. And they don't have a true, like, I mean, I guess they do, but, like, they don't have a true, well, they have Zaza. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I use the term center loosely. Because then they also have Ferris. That's now. Yeah, so, that's very air quotes around that. Yeah. So, that, I mean, Zaza and Vergeo, I I mean... You know, whatever. But uh, I, I'm curious to see. I, I figured that this would happen because they, once you throw someone like Kevin Durant into your starting lineup, especially a starting lineup like theirs that was such a well-oiled machine last year, that's bound mm-hmm. to gum up the works, even if it's in a good way. You still got a lot to figure out. For sure. And... Um, I, 
Yeah. And I also think, and, and maybe this is just me projecting, mm-hmm. um, but but I think uh, Katie went to the Warriors with some baggage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm, a ho- hobo bindle of baggage. Just a little hobo bindle full of issues. Yeah. Yeah. From, from uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly, based on uh, what happened when they played the Thunder the other night, and it was... I thought sad because now he and Russ hate each other. Um, seemingly, that's yeah. That's the impression that I got, and Me, I, I mean, I, I don't I think really they talk. It's just like wrestling hate. Yeah, but I think it's a little more than that. Remember when? Remember when KG left Boston and they like no one talked to each other? K, was it KG yeah. and Rondo where it was like real bad? Or was mm-hmm. yeah? Either way, I think it's a little bit like that. I mean, he had said. I don't think they've spoken since he left Oklahoma City. So, um, and I get it. It's like, you know, your friend leaves the little town where you live to, like, go be a movie star in Fancyville. So, I get it. I, I mean, I sympathize with Russ. Uh, yeah. Also because I didn't like that move anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, well, and then, I don't know. It's a, a sad day for basketball chemistry as well, you know? Yeah. KD and Russ worked so well together. Yeah. So that game was weird, though, because, you know, uh, Steve Kerr got real chippy during the beginning, and then apparently there was a lot of jawing going on, which I'm not surprised, from everybody. <laughs> uh, and then I saw a quote this is what irked me the most. I mm-hmm. remember how last season I probably hated Steph Curry more than like anyone else. Un- yeah. Until he threw his mouth guard and everyone was like, Oh, this guy's a baby. Um, mm-hmm. I think I actually dislike Draymond green more this season. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. I think, I, I think he kind of, might just be a dislikable character. He had several uh, off-the-court skirmishes uh, in the off-season, too. I think he got arrested in... In Michigan? Yeah, Yeah. in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. This is the thing. He's a passionate guy, but I don't Mm -hmm. like how he uses his passion. He uses it to, like, punch people in the dick, which... (laughs) Not great. Find a better way. So there was a quote from him during the game about how they wanted, the Warriors wanted to beat the Thunder real bad because they were, you know, they didn't like how KD got treated by the Thunder after, because he left, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, Draymond, I'm going to need you to stay out of this situation. It's like when you break up with somebody and your friend, mm-hmm. in, in, in defense of you, tries to, like, go at your ex-boyfriend, unnecessary. Stay out Mm -hmm. of it. Play the game. Yeah. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah, it does kind of make it a little, I don't know, West Side Story-ish, rather. I'm just like, this isn't your battle, dude. And yet. So, um, and I mean, it kind of, I I get the alliance, like, and I appreciate that, but shut up. You just sound like a yeah. bozo. Yeah, but I, I think he's also just a bozo trying 
to, you know, get KD on board with the Warriors. Because I, I imagine, like, making that kind of switch is jarring, even though, mm. you know, KD wanted to go to the Warriors, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think it's really interesting that I, I think he just... Um, needs to, and I'm speaking about KD here, he has to just embrace that he's probably going to be the villain for a a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the same way, like, when this, here's what's different. Okay, so, I mean, we could make the comparison that this is similar to when LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami. You know, this isn't as much of a, like, I'm going to go play basketball with my friends situation as that was, but... I mean, no, as, I, as you know, did, the best friendship in the NBA is between Dwayne Wade and LeBron James and nothing can touch that. So true. But I will say that how uh, Katie left Oklahoma City was a little less emotionally dick punchy <laughs> than when LeBron left. Yeah, well, of course, of course, he didn't have a one hour ESPN special with little children on it to do it. So. Um, there's that, but I think that it's interesting because that's probably the best comparison, but I feel, and I might be wrong about this. I feel Mm -hmm. like the backlash to Durant was more universal than the, the backlash to LeBron because the backlash to LeBron was mostly Cleveland people, myself included. And I think that Durant leaving OKC to go to the Warriors, I think more people had a problem with that than they did six years ago when LeBron left. I might be wrong. I don't know. I I mean, I I definitely see that argument because, um, I don't know. I I feel like KD has been one of those players that people, no matter – who your team is, you've kind of just rooted for him. Right. And people really root for the Thunder. Um, I mean, I know I I have, and yeah. I've really always rooted for the Thunder to be successful. Yeah. With KD moving to uh, the Warriors, I, I, I think what made people more upset sort of universally mm-hmm. was that it kind of created this sense because I don't know that I 100% believe it but the seemingly less that there would be like less pair less like oh, okay so the Warriors are just completely stacking their deck yeah. in hopes to just win it all again right or not and, 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 <laughs> yeah or not because you know because the West the- is still the West, you know. Uh, you, yeah. You're going to have to, like, beat all of the serve to death. Yeah. To make them not be a competitive team. And I don't know. Yeah. It, it's just interesting. So, uh, yeah, I guess I do agree with you to a certain extent that more people have uh, taken Katie's departure a little bit more hard than, you know... LeBron going to the Heat. Because people, like, a lot of people were just like, yeah, about that. And I was like, no. But, um, yeah, I feel like across the board, I feel like the reactions that I saw, 
And, you know, some people were like, great, like Super Team 2, uh, all those bandwagon Warriors fans got something yeah. to be excited about again this year. But, yeah, I... Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's, um, you know, a, a lot of those early those early years with the thunder, it just really seemed like they were building something out of absolutely nothing. And it was so much fun to watch. And, yeah. you know, I, I think it, it's a really, it's really sad to, to let that go. Well, yeah, it's like the longest shittiest breakup ever because you had Durant, Westbrook and Harden. And that was like, mm-hmm. woo, like, you know, going mm-hmm. to the finals, all that. And then that team first, you know, first Harden leaves, mm-hmm. so there's that. Then it's just Russ and Durant, and they're trying, and they're trying, and nothing doing. And then now Durant leaves, and it's just just Russ. It's, I mean, it's it's a bummer. Like, the narrative <laughs> of that team is, huh, mm-hmm. man, it's kind of sad when you really think about it in that big picture mm-hmm. way because – it's been like a long time dismantling of what was once like a West powerhouse. Oh yeah. Rather than, which is different from the Cleveland situation because the minute LeBron left Cleveland, Cleveland sucked. So there was no, it was like ripping a bandaid off. This was like, Oh, so much gorier and long. And now, I mean, the, the thunder are still good. I don't for a second think that they're not a competitor. I'm really excited to see, sorry. Uh, I'm just really excited to see, you know, um, former Indiana player Victor Oladipo really getting, uh, really getting minutes and being able to really put some numbers up. He, I, I, he's going to fit into this, into the Thunder system, swimmingly. So yeah, I, I'm excited for Thunder basketball for him. I'm excited for Stephen Adams. He's a gem. <laughs> he's a real gem. I'm yeah, for yeah. Guy. Did he go as uh, Dracula for Halloween? He did. He should have. I don't know. No, sure. I, I, I was asking if he did. Oh. He only got that vibe. <laughs> well, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, no, I... Did you see... Speaking of... I guess, speaking of players' Halloween costumes, did you see mm-hmm. LeBron? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Romy Rome, LeBron... Did you, mm-hmm. like, his costume, first of all, I saw a tweet that was, like, my new long-term goal in life is to get a, get uh, invited to LeBron James' Halloween party. That's a pretty good goal. <laughs> so yeah. I, I mostly, well, I saw, okay, so I take that back. I saw a few things from around the league. I saw, obviously, I saw the Cavs players' costumes. Uh, shout out to J.R. Smith. Their dead president's costumes were very good. Mm-hmm. Um I am very here for JR this year. I, yeah. I mean, I know that I have been for a while, but mm-hmm. I have like doubled down on my love for JR Smith. Mm-hmm. My comment on JR Smith used to be JR Smith, I would. Yeah. Now I'm like in the tank for JR. I think he's great. I think his, his move to Cleveland was like the, I mean, for obvious reasons now, but. Championship aside, the best move that could have possibly happened to him. Because he can't get in as much trouble as he did in New York. 
Mm-hmm. He, he has, trying to get that pipe. Trying to get the pipe. He has fully embraced Cleveland in like a way that I did not anticipate. Um, I mean, it's one thing we can, I mean, I know we're going to get to baseball men and we're going to talk about LeBron, but Jr. was also very there for the tribe. Really getting amped up and just like seems to love. I mean, I guess, I guess the old adage is true though. Like, you know, if you love something so much, it'll love you back or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, that costume, I did also see an excellent Paul Pierce, Rick James Clippers costume <laughs> because Paul Pierce was not playing Monday night. So instead he chose to dress as Rick James and sit on the sidelines, which was great. So those are the, o- those are the only ones I really saw though. I know there's more cause I know there's, a lot of that around the league, but dude, LeBron. Yeah. I have to say that I think that, uh, Halloween might be one of the, the best off the court holidays for the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Good costumes. Usually very creative, way better than anything I ever do. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sure, did you also see like all the backlash about stuff LeBron had at his party though? Oh yeah. The, the, um, the, like the blown lead favors or whatever they were. <laughs> well, the, yeah, the, the three, one lead banner and then the cookies mm-hmm. that said like, RIP Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Yeah. People yeah. were pissed. You know, I, I have to say that I actually have strong feelings about that, but okay. that'll lead into baseball minute. Okay. All right. We'll get there. But, uh, yeah, LeBron's <laughs> party looked pretty fun. So Yeah. No, and to go back to uh, that, that tweet, I think getting into uh, LeBron's party would be yeah a pretty – that would be a bucket list thing. Yeah, it's the sure. thing that would definitely make me like Halloween more than I currently do. Because I feel like you, if you're going to go to LeBron's Halloween party, you really got to come correct with your costume. You can't half-ass that shit. He will kick you out. So What I don't understand is, like, why he doesn't rent something like the queue and there's just, like, LeBron James Halloween party. Maybe that's a good idea. Hey, I mean, Quicken Loans Arena. Sell tickets to it. I would go. Yeah, Quicken Loans Arena. Oh, and I make it a sleepover. Oh, yeah, just like uh, Sleep Train. <laughs> Or whatever, whatever the yeah. Utah Jazz, wherever they play, Smart Center, Home Center, I don't know, wherever they play. Um, yeah, so so it's it just like um, LeBron James Halloween lock-in. Woo! Oh my god, yes. I um, I almost chaperoned a lock-in yesterday, but I opted out. <laughs> okay. Chaperoning yeah. a lock-in sounds like torture. How old were the children at the lock-in? Um, between, uh, so sixth grade to 12th grade. Oh God. That's when they're all trying to touch each other. That's a bad time. <laughs> I mean, did you go to like a church lock-in? Is there or any kind of lock-in like as a teen? No, oh, no. Oh, God, I can recount one for you. Not on this podcast that, you know, it's like, that's just like, it smells like hormones. That's like what that is. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I opted out, but I did kind of chaperone the the skating rink outing. Oh, yeah, did you get on skates? 
Oh, God, no. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, no. I was okay. not good at that when I was younger and it's somewhat hard. coordinated. Yeah, no way. The taller you get, the harder it gets. So, because remember... Like, some of the some of the littler kids, they had, like, these um, constructed, like, skating walkers. Oh, and you were like, can I get those for me? Yeah, it's like these little kind of, you know seven, eight-year-old kids with their little skating walkers. And I'm like, I don't know. That just kind of reminded me of, like, impending death. I don't know. I just felt terrible. But I went through a pretty intense uh, skating period after I saw ATL 10 years ago um, (laughs) and actually made people go roller skating for my birthday, my 23rd birthday. And uh, that was fun. That was fun. Remember that skate rink we saw by, it's not far from you, it's called Jammers. Oh, you yeah. you at Jammers? Yeah, that, that's uh, in Indiana, yeah. Oh, Jammers. That place. Yeah, Jammers, Jammers used to be called, like, the uh, Blackiston, like, skate rink or something like that. It wasn't oh. always Jammers. Oh. It wasn't Jammers when I was growing up. Oh, Jammers is such a good name. And it's, like, with a Z. Yeah. I'm going to have my next birthday and, party and at Jammers. like, all 90 I think all skating rinks were either constructed between 1980 and 1990 yeah because everything is neon they definitely were I wholeheartedly agree with that uh we used to go to USA skates uh in Parma when I was a kid (laughs) at least I believe it's in Parma um yeah and then I went to I can't remember the name of the place that we went to in Columbus to go skating when I had my party there is or was a skate rink in Brooklyn that was, like, temporary. It wasn't all the time. And I think <laughs> it closed, actually. But, mm-hmm. yeah, Jammers. I'm going to have my next party at Jammers. You know, I really have to say I'm surprised that there hasn't been another resurgence of, like, why hasn't, Roller you know, skating come back? Well, no. Like, I, I feel like this is definitely something that y- people younger than us that are cooler like hipster culture mm-hmm. like why haven't they appropriated skating yet i mean this seems like that was the biggest downside to going to the skating rink was there was it didn't have a liquor license what was i mean skating is hard enough sober so i can't even imagine <laughs> what was the music like uh the music was actually a, a good mix like i definitely heard paula abdul did they play drake uh, I think, uh, one song. Okay. I was like, there's no way you got out of something that involved teens without Drake playing. But they, they played that Chainsmokers song, the, the one, we are never getting older. That one, they mm. played that one like twice. Okay. And each time I was r- around a teen, I made, um, a point to say, yes, you will get older. Mm. That's good. They because should know I'm that. now that lady. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm at your that's skate me. rink party regulating. Um, <laughs> I yeah. I mean, my impression of adult skating is very, very um, delusional because I I fully believe that adult skating is just like what skating was like at Cascade and ATL, and I know that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually like way sadder than that, but mm-hmm. um, I That's what I'm saying like get some craft cocktails, get 
I don't know, dumb outfit. Artisanal skate rinks? Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's one in Brooklyn. I don't know. I don't live there anymore, right? so it's tough. But... Uh, Artisanal skate rinks. We're looking for a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> we'll build you Jammers too. <laughs> jammers Dose. Yeah, Jammers. Dude, Jammers is awesome. But, uh... <laughs> Anyway, that aside. <laughs> Sorry. That's, no, that's important. That's important stuff to talk about. Um, uh, well, speaking of LeBron, I guess, since we're on the topic. Uh, yeah. How about LeBron stumping for Hillary today? I heard JR was there, too. See, this makes me even more in the tank in for the JR. Tank. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's doing all the right, he's making all the right moves. Um, yeah, because, well, I mean, he's already, LeBron had already officially endorsed her. Yes. yes. Prior. And, yes. And, uh, stumping for her. I, you know, I obviously think it's, I don't know. Well, there was a lot of backlash because Friday, you know, Jay-Z did that show. It was Jay-Z, Beyonce, yeah. Chance, Big Sean, uh, and Hillary. <laughs> And there was, like, major <laughs> backlash because everyone was like, oh, my God, she's pandering, blah, 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 blah. You know, just trying to secure every black vote by bringing out, like, Jay and Beyonce. Uh, the Illuminati. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Securing the Illuminati vote. So, yeah. I mean, given the state of the election, though, I'm like, I don't care what she does. She can bring out whoever she wants to try to get votes. I am not even concerned about it. Um, I mean, the the pandering thing, it's, okay, so on one hand, I could definitely see that criticism, mm -hmm. but, you know, I'm sure if, you know, Hillary Clinton ate an Egg McMuffin, mm -hmm. there would be some kind of story about Hillary Clinton eats Egg McMuffin, she hates um, she is for child obesity. Yeah, like, yeah, she can't do anything right. I know that. That's true. Because A, she's, well, A, she's running for president, but B, she's a woman. So she really can't do anything right. But I have to say, like I said, given the state of the election that we're facing on Tuesday, given all of that, if the way to get votes is to trot out LeBron, fine. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I, I don't care. Do you know, as, as long as LeBron wants to be trotted out. True, true. It's not against his will. And do I think, like, deep down, Jay-Z and Beyonce are like, yeah, we love Hillary Clinton? No, probably not. But they're doing the right thing. So they're, they're ending up on the right side of history, I'm hoping, by, you know, not allowing Donald Trump to get elected. But... It's like, if I were Hillary Clinton at this point, I'd be like, by any means necessary. Who do I have to get on my side to say, <laughs> go out and vote, don't vote for a racist, sexist, garbage person, even though that should be abundantly clear to you already? You know, I, I do think it's weird, like, when, and I, you know, I'm glad that LeBron is for Hillary, and I think there are some platform issues where their interests align. Do I think it's kind of weird? Yes. 
because in many ways, I don't really care who LeBron James is voting for. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean... Which brings me to my next question. Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone in the NBA is voting for Donald Trump? And if so, who? Um, are we including former NBA players? Uh, I suppose if that's the best way to answer the question. I would like to keep it to current, but I honestly can't even think of someone that I think who currently plays in the NBA that would be voting for Donald Trump. Kyle Singler, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, because, I mean, my, my answer was going to be, um, could we canvas the white players? <laughs> yeah. Which, which is... It uh, sucks to say listen, that, but listeners, yeah. Listeners, I understand how that sounds. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> fair. Oh, white men? Yeah, that's your go-to group for him, so... Because at this point, hopefully, he's alienated most women because he wants to grab them. By, by the, the word that shall not be said. By the pony. And then... <laughs> uh, did you see that? This is, not, this is not related, but... Did you... Or it is, but it's not basketball related. Did you see that flag, that, like, don't tread on me flag... That said, don't grab my pony. That is the best. If anything, like, that is the best thing to come out of this election, aside from Hillary Clinton hopefully getting elected. I laughed, and friend of the pod, Michael Ann, laughed so hard when we saw that. I I can't even think about it without laughing. But anyway. Yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, what's unfortunate is that, yeah, the immediate field is white men. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. Kyle, Kyle Singler. He's could young, be. Though. He's young, though, so I'm hoping. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know, but um, and and this might be like kind of a side question because I think that you know we are presented with this every uh, every presidential cycle where it's celebrities, it's sports stars like LeBron. Yeah. Um, really getting involved with the presidential race. And I think, you know, certainly to the Democrats right now, it's more important. Like, down ticket is crazy important. It of always course. is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I guess, I mean, to your point, I really don't care who LeBron votes for. Mm-hmm. Um, but... On this weird flip side, I think he could have even more influence probably in Cuyahoga County and in Cleveland in general if he was like, you know what, I am here and I am stumping for Roger blah 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 dog catcher or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, here's the thing. LeBron lives in Summit County, so... Yeah. Uh... He can't vote for Cuyahoga County. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's also, like, it's kind of similar to, like, the Mozgov commercial for the beer garden. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. LeBron's star power is so, like, outclasses those races so far that if, if that happened, people would be like, what? 
just because it doesn't yeah. match up. Do you know what I mean? Even though I agree mm -hmm. with you, I think it's important, but it's like, so in California, we have 19 state ballot measures, 19. Mm -hmm. So from everything like to legalizing marijuana, to the death penalty, to like, do you make adult film workers wear condoms? Like all this mm -hmm. stuff that we have to vote on. And it's a lot to read and like process and whatever. Mm -hmm. And there's one issue, which is this like prescription drug situation that mm -hmm. is so fraught and confusing, but there's like a giant billboard in Silver Lake that's like, Bernie says yes on 61. And you're like, so Bernie lives in Vermont. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, why does Bernie give a shit about this like California ballot measure? But I don't know. So I just think that while I agree with you, I think it would be more like Mike Dunleavy is like, vote yes on Prop 8 or what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess, I, I guess my, my thought is, like, at the end of the day, all of these people, while they are in the public eye, they are private citizens as well. Yeah, yeah. And they have more weight than you or I. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's just something interesting to think about because, I don't know, in thinking about how the Democrats are actually now just getting off their asses about down ticket races, seemingly, no. from no. the top down. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Well, and I mean, to her credit, Hillary was sending a lot of money to down ticket races as well, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, if you're going to get elected, you need congressional. This is the thing that I think is hilariously... Uh, there's many things, but mm -hmm. I don't, I, and I don't want to go too far into this, but I don't actually think Donald Trump knows how government works. <laughs> and I don't think I'm wrong. I mean, but he, you know, there was get someone to figure it out for him. Right? I, I read something hilarious where someone was like, I just want Hillary Clinton to ask Donald Trump how a bill gets passed. See what happens. See what happens. Watch what happens. I Bravo. Like if okay, so if Hillary Clinton gets elected on Tuesday, mm -hmm. and if the Democrats do not win control of Congress, I firmly believe that we are fucked. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be another four years of the same eight years of Obama where like he could not get anything through to save his life. And it wasn't his fault. It's no. Because he had a crappy Congress. It was like, meh, 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 at every turn. And vice versa. If somehow through total collapse of everyone's rational thought, Donald Trump <laughs> gets elected and it is a Democratic Congress, mm -hmm. see ya. Like, I, I just, oh, it's scary. This is probably the scariest election of our adult lives. Yeah. We may say yeah. that every four years for the rest of time, too. But, like, this one is definitely terrifying. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it, it's making a time where um, George W. Bush seemed like a great guy. Child's play. Child's yeah, play. Yeah, like, really palatable. Like, what a guy. He loved giving people nicknames. He was funny. <laughs> He loved being dumb. Um, I just, I just, reading books upside down. Um, yeah, just 
you know. I, it's funny though, because I think about the year 2016 and what a Mr. Toad's wild ride it has been. And first of all, I never thought the Cavs would win the championship. So, Mm -hmm. whoa. Then let's talk, we can get into a little baseball minute. I know Mm -hmm. this is painful, but Mm -hmm. the Cubs won the World Series. Yeah. So I don't know at this point if that means for sure Hillary Clinton's going to get elected because this is the end of droughts or Mm -hmm. the world is ending. So Donald Mm -hmm. Trump is going to get elected. Yeah. It's hard to know. It's hard to know. So, yeah, let's talk a little, let's get into a little baseball minute. I know this is, this is an emotional subject for you. Yeah. You've converted yeah, no, into a I, tribe fan. I, I really uh, surprised myself with how uh, into it I got. Yeah. I know. I was, I was, I was scared for a second that we were going to have to change the name of this podcast to Baseball Party, and I would just come <laughs> on for the small section called Basketball Minute. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, uh, I am wearing my, um, my uh, Raise the Flag Cleveland Mm. shirt that mm. came finally came in the mail after we lost. Well, even yeah. though uh, we uh, ordered, ordered them probably them. several weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We, we ordered them when they uh, Yeah, Major League Baseball, baseball uh, ML- MLB.com not great about getting stuff to you quickly. I had the yeah. same issue because I have that Respect Cleveland mm-hmm. shirt. Uh Thankfully, did not include any Chief Wahoo references. Yeah, no, this, my, my shirt is Wahoo-less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they should be. I, yeah. I will say... I, I thought they changed the name. I, they need to, uh, something has got to happen with that team, because mm-hmm. it was, it sucked, because mm-hmm. I, of course, because I'm a Cleveland mm-hmm. homer, I was very into it. But then got mm-hmm. so much backlash from so many randos because of the team name and Wahoo. Yeah. And it's like, I know it's wrong. We've talked about Wahoo before on this podcast. Oh, yeah. I At know like- it's wrong. I know it. I know it. I would love for them to change the name. It's why, most of the time, I won't even say the word Indians. Because I know it sucks. But I, I don't know. It's a weird thing because it's like, I can't punish a player... I can't punish a team because, like, they are unfortunately named and have a shitty, terrible, racist logo. Like, mm-hmm. it's not Napoli's fault. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he's just a guy. Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. You wanted to talk no. about LeBron during the World Series, I believe. Oh, yeah. Like, his... It was really awesome the entire uh, MLB playoffs to see the Cavs... Uh, players at the at the games and and yeah. supporting Cleveland baseball. I, I yeah. thought it was awesome. I, I, I was agree. super into it. I agree. And uh, LeBron's famous now famous game seven just like freak out when they tied. Yeah. In the seventh, and he was just like, I don't know. He flexed. It it, it was kind of majestic. Really, yeah. <laughs> it was like the best. Cele- it was the best look. It was the best celebration. Did you see the clip of him telling Savannah to put the blunt out? That was good. <laughs> I'll send it to you if you haven't seen it. It's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Like yeah. she's clearly smoking a blunt, and then the the camera pans to them, and you can see him be like, "Yo, put that out." <laughs> it's funny. Um, I'm sure the sales of Cleveland or Nowhere T-shirts have really skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Um, but yeah, um, no, I I and like I said, J.R. Smith mm-hmm. also right in step. Wearing tribe oh, yeah. gear. Really supporting. Really Wearing supporting tribe the gear tribe. to this his little, you know, on game days. I respect that. I no, I thought it was cool. And I was home, so I was home last weekend. And mm-hmm. uh it I mean it is cool to go to Cleveland and see people just like out in droves, like Mardi Gras level yeah. for that stuff. Um and it's also awesome because what's funny about Cleveland is like Traditionally, and this is going to, you're probably going to laugh when I say this, but Cleveland is a Browns town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and nine Cleveland Browns. And uh, it's, it's interesting to see, like, you know, the, the championship was won by the Cavs, which nobody, the Cavs are like third mm-hmm. on the list. And then mm-hmm. the tribe is next. And then the Browns are at the top. Even though the Browns mm-hmm. are such a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, and nine. They will probably not win a game this season. They will be oh and twelve, and I will not be mm-hmm. surprised. The rest of their schedule is so hard; they'll be oh and twelve. And so mm-hmm. I think it's it's kind of like I love it to see, and I hope that Cleveland will turn into a baseball and basketball town before over football because football's garbage. Yeah. So. I'm here for it. I would rather the tribe and the Cavs become this like mm-hmm. Voltron of positive, you know, vibes. Sports energy. Yeah. And just let the Browns like fester in a corner. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I found myself uh, being really, I, I really got into it. Um, well, you also have a part, to be fair, you have a part yeah. who is, very into it. So that kind of stuff is contagious. Oh yeah. Like he's super into it. And, uh, so it, it kind of, although I was getting really annoyed with Chicago people. Why? Um, I think, uh, intrinsically it, it, uh, this is a safe space. Yeah, no, I know it's, <laughs> we're in a trust tree right now. Yeah. Um, no, it's, I, I I think it was just because they were being so entitled. Cubs fans were being really entitled about, this is our time, we we deserve this, all of this stuff. And, and to be fair, yes, their baseball drought is 108 years. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Also, that is valid, but they also, what did they have? Oh, I don't know. Jordan's Bulls. Yeah. I mean, tons of Blackhawks championships. True. True. I mean, you you can see this a couple ways. True. You can see this a couple ways. I, so because baseball is not, I don't have the, psychotic intensity about baseball that I do about basketball. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, and also, someone could make the argument that I don't even have a psychotic intensity about sports, that really my intensity is about Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And they would be right about that. Mm-hmm. But I, no matter how this series turned out, I was mm-hmm. going to be okay with the outcome. Because oh, yeah. Like, it, yeah. Both teams were miserable. So, not miserable in, like, <laughs> terms of level of play, but miserable in drought of championships. So there was no way that I was going to be like mad about the outcome because either way a, a beleaguered fan base was going to be happy. No. Am I, like, am I sad it wasn't Cleveland? Of course. But the thing is, and I, they, and I would never say this about basketball ever. Mm-hmm. They had the better team. Mm. What I do like about that tribe team is that they were scrappy I never oh, thought, yeah. I mean, I joked at the beginning of the postseason that I was like one of those people that doesn't watch regular season basketball and then swoops in for playoffs mm-hmm. and pretends to give a fuck. <laughs> that was me. I mean, I totally did that. Yeah. I, I watched maybe mm-hmm. two regular season baseball games and they were Dodgers games because somebody invited mm-hmm. me to go. I didn't, well, I could not, I couldn't have told you anything about this tribe team Mm-hmm. With the exception of Party at Naples, which is one of the best oh, so good. ever created. One of the best oh, things yeah. ever. But I swooped in postseason and mm-hmm. was like, hey, everybody, now I watch baseball. And I have some friends who are baseball maniacs, and they were just like, this jag off. Listen to her. If you had told me at the beginning of the postseason that the Indians were going to be in the World Series, I would have been like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I, I think, yeah, no, I I think they surprised. It would have been a true Cinderella story if they had won it. Oh, yeah. Well, and I I think a lot of people, they had so many players that were hurt that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it it seemed everybody kind of came together. And that's really what made it scrap, made the team scrappy and what really made that postseason run. So enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And, and I think I, I learned how to enjoy watching baseball. Because I've good. watched a lot of baseball in probably uh, the <laughs> September and October than I probably have since I was a child. So. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, to be fair, we gave, we gave baseball the best game seven in the World Series that I can remember in. Oh, my God. All of time. Yeah, no, it, it was awesome, and I, I want to go on the record while I was kind of annoyed with Chicago fans. Mm-hmm. I'm also pretty ecstatic for uh, Chicago fans. Like, yeah. I, I think, but here's I think the- it's awesome. I, I mean, I was kind of, I grew up watching the Chicago Cubs. I love Harry Carey. Here's the thing, like, though. Here's the thing to take solace in. You know what, mm-hmm. you know what, the, you know what the Cubs are going to become now, though? What? The Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if a franchise lucky, that though. now everyone hates. So, if they're lucky. But this is so this is the thing that I think and this is why I was telling someone at work, this is why I am very cool with the Cubs winning the World Series but also see a a little like flaw in the plan is that mm-hmm. now your identity cannot be hung on being like the lovable losers. Yeah. And it's like, it's the same thing that kind of happened with the Cavs. Like, what do you do (laughs) once 
you win a championship. You never expected to win a championship. You've never won one in a very, very long time, especially in their case. How do you reshape your identity now? So I, and that, that's like TBD next spring, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, for the Cavs, I think it's going for a repeat, which yeah. given the state of the East, woo. So, but you never know. I mean, to your point, the mm-hmm. Cavs, no one expected the tribe to be in the World Series. So who knows? But yeah, I, I mean, I just don't see. Mm-hmm. The West, I don't know, because everybody keeps losing to each mm-hmm. other in weird ways. If you had told me yeah. the Lakers were going to beat the Warriors by a significant margin, I would have been like, uh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of fun to watch. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but to bring you back to Baseball Minute. Okay. One final time. Mm-hmm. I, I know, did... base- this is our last Baseball Minute till next spring. Yeah, um, but... I did kind of uh, get a little Clevelandy at the very end, okay. Because there was something that I did yell out oh. while we like in maybe like the fifth inning of Game Seven. Okay, what was it? And that, and that was when I was getting into my low place. <laughs> well, welcome to being a Cleveland fan. Yes, yes. Um, and I definitely said, "This is what LeBron fucking gets for all of his." Uh, blowing a 3-1 lead taunts. He did this. Mm. He did LeBron. This. It was not LeBron's fault, but yes. I, it's funny. Well, no, it's not LeBron specific. He got a lot of my ear, but there has been lots of the taunting. So I thought, okay, Cleveland fans, we're getting a little bit of our energy back at us. So, yes, it's funny... I did think of that because I was in Cleveland that night when they, when it went to three, one. And I was like, I said that night, I was like, three, one makes me nervous for Mm -hmm. this exact reason. Here's the thing though. And our former producer, friend of the pod, uh, Mike brought this up. Mike, the three, one comeback in baseball has happened before. Oh, for sure. Many times. It has, it, until we did it, it never happened in basketball. So, Mm -hmm. I'm going to just shine my little miniature Larry O'Brien trophy right now. Like that, (laughs) what, what the Cavs did last season was unprecedented. So, yeah, I see what you're saying, but, I mean, it's not like it hadn't happened before. True. The Cubs, I truly believe this, the Cubs were the better team. Mm-hmm. So. That, all true. I'm sh- just saying. Shrug Central. person who I know. saves her home. The minute I, I mean, the minute the I energy, heard 3-1. Right. I know. The minute I heard 3-1, I was like, we're in trouble. I knew it. Mm-hmm. And I said this on our, uh, on the group text, which in case anyone's wondering, it's still available to join. Um, PMA Grit Squad is entering its third year of existence, which is insane. But uh, the minute Homage put out that there's always this year t-shirt, yeah, I was like, we're fucked. That's it. You cannot, you cannot preemptively make merchandise. You cannot do it. It is, it, it is kind of like testing 
Yeah, testing the gods. You're screwing yourself. The minute you make that mm-hmm. shirt, the minute that shirt got made, I was like, we're done. That's it. They're never going to win. I knew it. it. It sucked. I wish that shirt had never gotten made. And I feel mm-hmm. bad for anyone who bought that shirt because mm-hmm. you should never wear it. Probably buy it on discount now. Jeez. I mean, but it, yeah, I, well, I, I kind of got too emotional. And so I went uh, to bed. Yeah. When they were, uh, like, just as they were pulling the tarps off. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I, I kind of muted the text. Okay. And uh, I went, like, told Jason I was going to bed. I'm, like, trying to, like, lay down, get chill, whatever. Yeah. And, like, all of a sudden I just hear this really loud, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. And it was Charles like, oh, Barclay I guess style. I, yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, I can go to sleep. it's done yeah yeah it's funny i so it was tied and then um they took the tarp off and i ordered takeout Mm -hmm. and i was like i was watching and then once they started loading the bases and once it was up Mm -hmm. to like eight runs i was like uh and so i walked (laughs) to get takeout and then my brother calls me because they scored that seventh run Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, what if they tie it up again? And then it just game, this game just keeps going forever, but mm-hmm. wasn't to be. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a bummer. And I there are a lot of, I mean, I get it. Like, if the Tribe were my primary team, I would understand probably on a different level. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't be too greedy. We got one this year. Like, Cleveland didn't have any. <laughs> Yeah, no. It's <laughs> awesome. We even got near two. It's like yeah. remarkable. There was that excellent. Yeah, J- Jason did a lot better than I thought he was going to. There was that excellent meme, though. Did you see the conversation between Cleveland and the Devil? Yeah. <laughs> so for people who didn't see it, because you probably no one else. Well, some people from <laughs> Cleveland, but uh, it's a conversation between Cleveland and the Devil, and uh, Cleveland says we want a championship, and the Devil says. Okay, but you have to host the Republicans. Cleveland mm-hmm. says, fine. And the devil says, Trump's the guy. And Cleveland says, we want to. <laughs> so, yep. yeah. I, I mean, if Cleveland had won two championships, that's it. The world's over. <laughs> the world's ending. So, that gives I mean, me some hope. Yeah, that, that was uh, Jason's belief. And on the... Uh, like last night's SNL, like uh, Hillary made the the fake Hillary. Yeah, uh, made a, a Kate joke McKinnon. About, yeah, Kate McKinnon made the joke about uh, oh, well, this Chicago Cubs gonna come back or something. I yeah, know. I ruined it. I mean, Hillary was pretty amped about their win because that's you know mm-hmm. that's her hometown team. So yeah, I get it. I get it, and that's the thing. After mm-hmm. this year's NBA championship, like, I get it. So, mm-hmm. well, there's always next year, which is what I yep. told everybody who asked me how I felt about it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this year's NBA season, I have no idea. Did you also, the Knicks beat the Bulls at home? Hmm. I, yeah, I also, yeah, I watched part of that game. And, there was a lot also, happening. Yeah, it also felt really um, weird. To see Dwayne Wade 
played Derek Rose and Joakim Noah in opposite uniforms. Or not opposite, yeah, but... Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. What is this alternate uh, universe where Derek Rose and Joakim Noah play for the Knicks and Dwayne Wade yeah. plays for the Bulls? Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I'm still really adjusting to Dwayne Wade on the Bulls. Yeah, which is fair because... I mean, he was a Heat guy. That's Yeah, like, I honestly thought he would retire there. For whatever reason, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he just seemed so tied to that organization, but maybe maybe without LeBron, it, it, it's just not the same. Well, once you don't have your BFF there, I get it. You gotta <laughs> go. Yeah. So, yeah, I... Things are, this has been a weird start to the season, although I think you're right in that people are just working out the kinks in the beginning. Um, yeah, this, yeah, I mean, it, it's always kind of weird, awkward basketball until, you know, uh, mid-November. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, the, I just feel like the West has been bizarre, though. Like, yeah. I mean, granted, the Warriors lost to the Lakers on a back-to-back, so there's that. Um, <laughs> I will give them that. <laughs> but the Thunder beat the Spurs on a back-to-back, so I, it's, it's hard mm-hmm. to gauge. Or maybe it wasn't a back-to-back. Either way, it's a weird – things are weird. Yeah. The Cavs almost lost to the Sixers last night by one po- – the Sixers. Like – yeah. I, it's strange. Things are strange. Uh, It'll even out. I mean, think about it. We we don't have much longer, and we're going to be talking about Christmas jerseys. Wow. Yeah, so I'm bummed because this is the first Christmas that the Cavs have played at home in mm-hmm. as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. But they're playing the Warriors. Mm. So, goodbye to getting into that game. Oh. Yeah. See ya. I'll be going to whatever Cavs-Nets or whatever game is, like, (laughs) nearby (laughs) it. Whatever, you know, B-rate competition is nearby because going to Cavs-Warriors is out of the question. That's going to be so spendy. Um and then, yeah, I mean, I saw, I got to see the championship banner in person last weekend. Mm-hmm. Saw Cavs Magic. Cavs managed to almost goof that one up, which I was like, uh. Like, can you name someone who plays for the Magic? No. Right, exactly. Uh, it's difficult, because who who knows? All the moves. Well, yeah, all the moves, and like. Who, I mean, even last year, I'm sure we would have struggled to name a player that played for the Magic. Well, no. So, Victor Oladipo played last year. Well, this year, Serge Ibaka plays for the Magic, which is a sad kind of hell that I feel, oh, bad, God. feel bad about. Um, Evan Fournier. Uh, who else? Who else did I see pop up in that lineup where I was like, oh, this guy. But yeah, it's a little... I feel like the magic is like a kind of limbo that you go to before you just get, get out of the league entirely. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Cavs Warriors in Cleveland. Not going to get into that game. So, well. 
And I don't know. I, I'm gonna Maybe be, we should still try. I'm going to be real with you. I understand why they schedule Christmas games the way that they do, but, like, <laughs> I can't imagine a worse Christmas gift for me than having to watch Cats Warriors. <laughs> like, I just don't want to do it. Oh. Because the problem is, it's, like, six months in advance of what could possibly happen in finals, and everybody's going to be all up all up in it, analyzing every possible thing that happens. But Yeah, but, but it, it is also just Christmas. It's just Christmas. It's just Christmas. Like, really, just, you know, have a couple drinks. True. And just enjoy the dumbass-looking jerseys, because they always... I hope they don't have sleeves doubt. this year. I hope they don't I have mean, sleeves. I mean, I think we had a little bit of a blessing last year that they weren't complete trash. True. Last year's were nice. I actually, there was a discount LeBron Cleveland Christmas jersey from last year on sale that I was like, maybe I'll buy that. Um, oh, I know what I forgot to tell you. So when I was mm-hmm. home, I, I went to the team shop. I did tell <laughs> you part of this, which was that I went to the <laughs> team shop in an attempt to acquire a J.R. Smith children's jersey and mm-hmm. none to be had at the team shop. So I had to order mine. Allegedly it comes tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, so I was shopping around and one thing I've always wanted now that I own a car again is one of those like license plate holders. Oh yeah. So I got one. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cavs team shop. And I also got a weird pair of LeBron James socks, but whatever. So I got back to California. I put it on my car and the other night I'm driving home on the 10 and mm-hmm. I'm in traffic. Like I'm not doing anything wrong, mm-hmm. which I can confidently say. And mm-hmm. this motorcyclist cuts me off and gives me the finger. And I'm like, mm. what? Because I'm not doing it. Like I would know if like I almost hit him mm-hmm. or I'm doing anything, but we were in like mm-hmm. pretty much stop traffic. Mm-hmm. I have to believe that it was my Cavaliers license plate holder that pissed that person off. <laughs> Warriors fans. Yeah, you are very much in enemy territory. Marked there. woman. Marked woman. Even though I shouldn't be, because I live in Los Angeles. But all those defenders. Well, yeah, well. I know. I was just like, the, what? The, the bandwagon feeling is strong. So here's my question for you. Mm. Do you think the bandwagon is going to be as strong this year? Given, um, the start, given the start they've had. They haven't had as strong of a start this year as they did last year. I don't know. My number one bandwagon, Michael Felix, shout out to Michael Felix. Mm-hmm. He's a Spurs fan this year, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know. I don't it's know. It's never a bad team to hang your hat on. Um, no. Father time, pop. Looking good. Yeah. I, I'm just curious what you think. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like people will still gravitate towards them, mm-hmm. especially now that they've uh, gotten Kevin Durant. But I, I feel like it's going to be more of one of those um, apologist bandwagons. In what way? That, oh, well, they're just 
coming together. They're they're just like learning. They're you know learning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, that, that's totally. going to be the vibe. So it's going to be like that first season of yeah. the Heat all over again. Yeah, so they're, I, they're just they're they're just getting their you know they're learning each other. Yes, I mean right. I you know fully. I mean. Oh God, yeah, I fully agree with you. I mean, I definitely after the Spurs beat them, I fully expected to wake up that next morning to like three hundred. Uh, Warriors think pieces, you know, like mm-hmm. apologist working out the kinks think pieces. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Granted, we're early in the season, so yeah. I mean, if we get to All Star and they have not proven their worth, it might be a different story. And those right. bandwagon folks transition somewhere else. Well, I mean, I don't think they're going to have the record that they had last season. That just doesn't seem possible, especially given the weirdness of the West right now. Well, and I don't know. But, I mean, you know, the Cavs are 6-0, and zero, so, hey, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's still early, dude. Oh, I know. I, I mean, the Cavs are going to lose a game. I know. I know. But yeah. it's... It's nice to be on the other side of the working the kinks out situation. Yeah. So now that Kevin Love seems to have his shit together. I, one thing I will say about Kevin Love this year, it seems like Kevin Love is actually playing with the kind of passion I wish he had had. He seems into it this year in a different way. Last year I felt like he was very, he could take it or leave it last year. You know, I mean, he struggled to fit into that lineup. It was weird. But this year, I feel like he's. He's like J.R. Smith for Cleveland. He's he's here. He's here for it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But what's the thing? What's the thing you're most excited about this season? Oh. Before we end this episode. Uh, KG being on TNT. Oh, yeah. You you gotta get cable, dude. I know. I didn't watch last week, but he does have that curse curse button. So, yeah. It's supposed to be good. Somebody told me it's awesome. And then he's actually very good, which... Because you know it was him and Rasheed Wallace, so... Uh, That's like your dream... That is like your dream team. Yeah. Like, can... Just fire Kenny. (laughs) Fire Kenny and the other wait, guys. Wait, wait, you you're you want them to fire Kenny over <laughs> Shaq or Charles Barkley? Um You want them to get rid of Kenny, who's like the most <laughs> neutral of them. I would get rid of Shaq before I'd get rid of Kenny. Um Yeah, okay, I would get rid of Shaq. I feel like having Sheed... But I would also get rid of Kenny and put in Sheed and KG. I feel like having Sheed and KG takes it to this possibly very intense negative level that <laughs> you need Kenny to balance it out. Well, but that, that other guy with the glasses is always there. Ernie. His name's Ernie. <laughs> that other guy with the glasses. I always forget his name. Ernie. His name's Ernie. Yeah, I, I mean, I 
in my opinion, just make it six people. Just let them all talk <laughs> over each other. Just like also have an option where like you listen to them talk during the whole game. Yeah. That's what, so I know on our last episode, we discussed red zone, which I'm now infatuated uh-huh. with, even though I'll never watch it again. But I think the NBA, cause NBA can't have red zone. There's no way there's mm-hmm. nothing comparable. But what I think the NBA should offer you is, like, you can watch in-game commentary from all six of them every game. That's your option. Mm-hmm. It's like reverse red zone, where it's just six people in a box talking at you while you watch mm-hmm. the game. I yeah. do it. I do no, it. No, I, I would listen to that. And actually, I, I retract my statement. Okay. Let's, okay. So, it would be... KG, Sheed, yeah, Chris yeah. Weber, okay, and um, Charles. Okay, okay. See, I, I like, I like the plan of the the original four from TNT plus Sheed and KG. Mm-hmm. Because I like those guys. I think they're hilarious, and I think the Ernie Kenny balance of Shaq and Charles is important. Mm-hmm. It's good mm-hmm. chemistry because they all make fun of each other and talk shit, but it seems in, you know, they all laugh at each other. Mm-hmm. Then you have Sheet and KG, like, flanking them, and those two, like, can't take a joke about themselves to save their lives. So, that's, like, the balance of the camaraderie. But, I would love to listen to KG do commentary on pretty much any game. Same with Sheed. Mm-hmm. So, the, the thing is, like, can Sheed get ejected from doing commentary? I don't know. Maybe that would be uh, part of the um, pomp and circumstance. Like, she goes too far, and then Ernie ejects him. True. Ernie. You know his name now. That's good. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I think, I mean, as long as they're not bringing Kobe into the mix, we're good. Yeah, I'm glad we're, we're past that fear. I don't think we're past it, but I think we got a stay of execution on it. <laughs> so, I I would be hard-pressed no, to no, say... I, I feel like Kobe would be more of, like, a, the Sunday ESPN dude. Okay. Okay, he's yeah. not the Tuesday or Thursday TNT guy? Okay. No, no, he, I, I don't think he's going to TNT. He, he, he's going to go for the worldwide leader, I bet. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, well, that takes us to about the the time. Mm-hmm. Time to wind it down. Any any yeah. last thoughts? Uh, well, I, I'm really excited. Season three. It's going to be great. Season three. Mm-hmm. Everybody vote on Tuesday. Yeah, seriously. Get out there. Get I don't out care the vote. who you vote for. I do, I mean, but... I do care who you vote for, but, like, I'm not going to be a, a bitch about it. <laughs> I live in Just California, vote. so I'm safe in this bubble. But, yes, please vote on the right side of history. That's all I'm going to say. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, I'll see you next week for next week's basketball party. Who could know what world we'll face then? Yeah. Well, if it's, like, some kind of weird water world, you know, kind of scenario. Yeah. It was fun while it lasted. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you were a good friend. <laughs> 
Alright, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye, dude. Bye. There's a red moon rising on the Cuyahoga River Rolling into Cleveland to the lake There's a red Down the Cuyahoga River